Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right. Happy hump day, everybody. It's the morning rush hour, December 27th, 2023. We are just inching our way to the finish line of the year here. And I got a little bit of content for you. I actually got some tea. You know, bachelor tea always serves. I've got a golden bachelor story brewing in a rumor floating around the internet regarding a potential couple or lack thereof going on in the show, in the franchise. So I'll have that content for you. I've got a new New Frog was discovered. Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's are in the news. And we've got some Vanderpump content for you. All that and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's start with some content I literally couldn't care less about. Brian Tanaka confirms split with Mariah Carey after seven extraordinary years. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. I have not been following the story. I have no idea who Brian Tanaka is. I love Mariah Carey, but I haven't really been. Uh, the last I knew, she was with um, what's his face, who's now got 15 other wives and kids, right? Um, uh, you, you know the guy. Uh, it doesn't matter. Brian Tanaka confirmed his split from Mariah Carey after seven years. Our decision to embark on different paths is mutual, and as we navigate these separate journeys, we do so with profound respect and an overwhelming sense of gratitude for the invaluable. T- Time we've shared, Tanaka 40 wrote in a statement. All right, so he's kind of young though, no? The memories we've created in the artistic collaborations are etched in my heart forever. There doesn't seem to be any bad blood between the exes as Tanaka expressed his love and appreciation for the always be my baby singer, 54, and her incredible 12-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan, whom she shares with ex-husband Nick Cannon. The dancer gushed about the warmth and kindness of Mariah Carey and said her family has enriched his life. Hey, folks, I got to tell you, my um, let me see if I can find it, but my my favorite song growing up um, uh, uh, was called Fantasy. Now, not the original version of Fantasy, but the one with ODB. When I was, um, I don't know, about eight years old, maybe nine, I received my first Walkman. Now, for the kids out there, uh, a Walkman was like an iPhone that played music, except all it did was play music, and you needed to have two AA batteries, and you had to rewind the cassette tape. Or, hold on, sometime, if you played the cassette all the way to the end, you didn't have to rewind it. You just had to flip it over, and it made that cool noise that a cassette makes when you hit the button that kind of like squishes it together. You guys know what I'm talking about? That like plastic on plastic sound, you know what I mean? Either way... I received this, uh, this, uh, Walkman, uh, and, uh, I received one, uh, cassette, but it wasn't like an album. It was just a single, which means it only had one song and that was called Mariah Carey's song fantasy. Well, on the B side of the track on the back end, and by the way, do I feel old explaining this? But if you know what I'm talking about, if you are, if you're young, you probably don't know, uh, the, uh, the cassette lifestyle, but before CDs came out in which by the way, CD players were kind of a pain because they would skip and they had these special like anti-skip technology, which, by the way, never worked. A cassette was a far more durable uh, medium for listening to music. Either way, I didn't get the yellow Walkman. That was like the sports series. I had a single mom, so I couldn't afford that. I had the gray version, which was just a basic run-of-the-mill Walkman. Hey, no complaints. It was a fantastic Walkman. But either way, I had the. I found on the back end of my Mariah Carey 
uh, fantasy single is that there was Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey fantasy featuring ODB, which stood for Old Dirty Bastard. Okay, th- this is the 90s, folks. That was his name. Oh, Mr. Old Dirty Bastard to you, okay? So either way, this was my one song that I had. And then back in the day, uh, ear, uh, ear pods didn't really exist, right? So you had a hardwired headset that connected to the Walkman, and they were p- pretty much external speakers that pressed up to your ear. So the technology hadn't yet been introduced where the earbud went into your ear, which obviously played much lighter music because it went direct into your ear canal. Who knows what issues that's going to cause. So either way, whoever is listening to this song next to you can hear the song because it's just bouncing off of your eardrum. Well, I had a flight to Oklahoma to visit family who lived at the time in McAllister, random random town in Oklahoma, and I was actually flying alone. My, this is back in the 90s when I, you know, pre-9-11, your mom would just throw you on a flight by yourself. So she threw me on a flight by myself to go see my family, and what did I play for three hours straight on the flight? What song did I play over and over on my new Walkman the whole entire flight? Mariah Carey's Fantasy Remix featuring Oh Dirty Bastard. The shining star. And I'm going to play a little bit of that for you right now. star, girl. (laughs) Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Uptown in the house. Shelling, are you in the house? Boogie down, are you in the house? I feel bad for whoever had to sit next to me on the flight. Nothing like a nine-year-old listening to this song over and over. Japan, are you in the house? Everybody, are you in the house? Baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on. Baby, come on. When you walk by every night, talking sweet and looking fine, I get kind of hectic inside. Baby, I'm so into you. By the way, Mariah Carey was throwing fastballs. Vocals on point, sassy, great music. I mean, honestly, who was better than Mariah Carey? And of course, she's kind of been hijacked by the Christmas season because she's got great Christmas music, but this lady had pipes, folks. And you know what I hated about Mariah Carey, which isn't her fault. If you guys remember, um, and maybe I'll play this in a few days, but on the New Year's Eve special in New York City, if you guys remember, she um, sounded bad, but it's because her ear monitors didn't work and she kind of like walked off set. I always stuck up for her. I was like, can we get Mariah Carey some more professional uh, people to work with there? She's a legend here in Americana and internationally. Let's let this song marinate here. I like of this at the end of the podcast if you guys behave yourself if everyone behaves yourself you'll get the old dirty bastard uh uh freestyles which are about to kick in right now gosh should i let them play right now i think we have to here it comes folks hit those high notes 
And you think, oh, what a great song. But where's the rap? Oh, let it cook, folks. Let it cook. Put it in the crock pot. It's Mariah Carey with a dash of ODB. Like baby with pacifier, old dirt dog, no liar. Kick it fantasy hard like fire. Jump, jump, let me see you do the stomp. Girls, let me see you shake your rope. Fellas, get from the back and the back. Let's do it, do it, do it. I'm a little bit of rock. I don't stow the soul. Big letters, old big. All right, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you. Let's just keep this party going. We'll come back to old dirty bastard over here with Mariah Carey, and uh, you know, R.I.P. O.D.B. I mean, look, I didn't even know I was going to be talking about it today, but when um, when Mariah Carey is who is now back on the market, uh, we'll have to see. I mean, she likes her guys young, right? I mean, hey, I'm not judging her. Go, go, Mariah Carey. Do you, boo? Do you? Either way, let's jump ahead. Actually, I'm going to jump ahead. Oh, you know, we got to take a break. We're late for a break. We've got Vanderpump Rules to talk about because the season's premiering in just over a month. So we'll get to Vanderpump Rules right after this. All right, folks, uh, you might be like me and maybe you didn't follow Vanderpump Rules until the, you know, uh, crazy Sandoval scandal, also known as Scandoval, where he was uh, caught cheating on his longtime girlfriend. Of course, Ariana has become a household name. She's got a uh, cocktail book. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She's the it girl. Well, people chose sides after Scandoval. And of course, Tom Sandoval, friends with Tom Schwartz, had to, you know, Tom did didn't uh, ditch his friend, but of course it was radioactive to say the least. Here's Tom Schwartz. This clip's a few weeks old, but here he is on Bravo's Watch What Happens Live talking about how tough it's been to film the new season of Vanderpump considering they're all still filming together and they all pretty much hate each other. What is your relationship with Ariana these days? Uh, Well, first of all, did you see... She's Cha-cha. killing it on dancing. So Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he absolutely panders to the crowd. Smart move. I feel like she's solidified herself as like a pop culture icon. And, I, you know, I, I wish we were on better terms. I, I'm always happy to see her. I don't think she's super stoked to see me. Right. Yeah. And have you spoken to Rachel since she's moved from L.A.? I haven't. You haven't? But I, I wish her well. I haven't. Yeah. Do you have her info? Like her number? Yeah. I, th- I think. Yeah. Should I text her? No, it's okay. No. I, I love that the girl goes, no, don't do it. I don't even know who else was on that episode, but they're like, please don't text her. Leave her alone. So Ariana has said it's probably going to be her last season on Vanderpump Rules. I mean, you can't blame her for A, uh, milking the hell out of this uh, lucrative opportunity. I mean, she got dumped, humiliated on TV. She turned it into probably a million dollars in endorsements. Everybody wanted to have Ariana. She was perfect. You know, she was in literally like financial commercials. I mean, Uber, she, I, whatever. She had it all. And uh, now she's back for season 11 of Vanderpump Rules, which uh, looks like, I mean, I believe it star- it's airs on January 30th. It's. I mean, it's going to be, I don't know. I, were, did you guys watch? Have, I, have you caught up? Listen, if you're like me, just, just you know, you probably enjoy the same things I enjoy here if you're, you know, a fan of this podcast. I say check it out. I mean, it, it, it's a pretty toxic show. I mean, my wife had a hard time getting through the first few episodes because it's so toxic. But it's kind of got that Jersey Shore vibe that I like where everyone's 
together. They're not all friends. They've all kind of dated each other. It's a, it's, it, 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 in the real life, you know, Vanderpump doesn't exist. You know, if, if someone burns bridges with someone else, you just move on with a new friend group. But on Vanderpump, of course, they, they're kind of um, incentivized to continue to stick it out together. So absolutely wild stuff out there. Well, look, you guys know me. I'm not a, 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 a huge believer in astrology, although my wife is, you know, these ladies, the, these Virgos, they just love their stuff. Stars, right? Well, celebrity astrologer Susan Miller lays bare her expert predictions for 2024, revealing whether Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will really last and why there's trouble ahead for Prince Harry. I mean, look, uh, call me a call me a skeptic, all right, folks. I don't know, I don't understand how Mercury being positioned in retrograde has anything to do with whether or not Taylor and Travis make it last. But either way, I'm not gonna doubt Susan uh, Miller. She is a renowned astrologist and the founder of Astrology Zone. To share her predictions for the coming year, including what's in store for celebrity A-list couples Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I mean, let's hear. I mean, give me give me your thoughts. She's revealed her thoughts on the U.S. presidential race and important dates. I mean, she's probably like, well, according to astrology, the candidates for president are old. Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, Susan believes that wedding bells are on the horizon for 2023's hottest couple, Taylor and Travis. Meanwhile, Prince Harry is looking at some difficult years ahead, according to the astrologist, as his relationships will be tested. Here are Susan's predictions for 2024. All right, Taylor Swift is a Sagittarius. Travis Kelsey, a Libra. Now, by the way, let me ask you this. I know nothing about this, but my audience is, you know, a majority women. We love our bros that are out there, but I have to pander to the ladies. I, I think to be completely sexist, I think more women believe in astrology than men. I don't know. You tell me. Am I on to something or not? Do you do you enjoy my astrology talk? Because if you do, let me know. I mean, it's a democracy over here. I'm Democratic Dave. Pop superstar Taylor and Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis, who set the internet alight this year, are on track to have an even better 2024. Susan predicts that marriage is on the cards for the celebrity couple as Jupiter, the planet of good fortune, will be in Taylor's house of marriage for the first time in 12 years. She's going to have Gemini associated with communication and intellect there, too. The two signs are kind of sharing her house of marriage, the astrologist explained to Daily Mail just weeks before the close of 2023 on December 13th. Jupiter is only seven degrees at this time. It has not made it yet into her house of marriage and commitment, and it will be there in the spring and all next year. Because when Jupiter moves into a Gemini, it's going to stay there. This could be wonderful. What a beautiful bride she'd be. Also, Travis being a Libra is the commitment type as people who are born under his star sign liked to be married. Every Libra I know are so, so good at being married. They're such good partners, she explained. If you ask a Libra, you want to come over tomorrow night with your partner and have dinner with me? Most say, sure, I'll tell my wife or I'll tell my husband. No, Libra always says, let me confer and I'll call you back later. They, You know they're very kind. They don't make decisions without their partner. They love being married. All right, well, hey, look, Time will tell. Uh, will Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey work out? Is it in the stars? I don't really know. You know what's not in the stars? Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, it will no longer be offering coconut milk as an option. And look, uh, you know, I don't know if Jupiter's in its third moon or if Venus is in its second degree of separation from Kevin Bacon. I don't know how it works, but I'll tell you this. Why can't Dunkin's still offer coconut milk? 
here's the thing for any, for anyone who only likes dairy. Like, look, I get it. I like a little bit of dairy too. I've got some mozzarella. I'm putting on my chicken cacciatore. I love dairy. I love cheese, but I don't mind coconut milk. It's not a bad option. I've kind of been dabbling with oat milk uh, as a, you know, it's a little creamier to me. I, I tell you what though, I don't me- I don't mess with soy milk. I don't mess with almond milk. I don't I just don't like the consistency of almond milk. Soy milk's too thin, almond milk's too like kind of grainy, but oat milk's got some smoothness to it and of course coconut milk's a little sweet. Well, customers can still order oat milk and almond milk at Dunkin Donuts, but they're saying goodbye to coconut milk. Dunkin's will stop offering coconut milk for beverages in the US. The coffee donut chain told Fox Business in a statement. Oh, they had to make a statement about it. Although Dunkin is indeed bidding farewell to coconut milk at locations nationwide in 2023. New and exciting beverage innovations are on the horizon in 2024 to provide guests with a growing variety of both coffee and non-coffee drinks to enjoy. By the way, hemp milk? Get out of here. Nobody needs hemp milk, you hippies. Dunkin's first rolled out its coconut milk in 2021, bringing the total number of plant-based milks at the chain to three. Yeah, I mean, I remember just a few years ago, they would have slapped you in the face if you asked for like a non-dairy milk. I don't know why, but non-dairy milk was seen as being like this like sort of, um, sort of, uh, you know, prim and proper thing. Oh, you want non-dairy milk. But I don't know if you're like me, a little too much dairy milk. You know, we're not meant to consume dairy. And yet my whole 90s was the uh, milk campaign. Remember that? Just a bunch of celebrities selling out for milk. They, 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 uh, they'd like plaster some like uh, white paste onto their uh, mustaches, which wasn't from milk. No amount of milk could give you the must, the white uh, sort of, um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't want to say anything dirty here. You know what I'm talking about? The facial that they created to sell milk. Uh, and, and yet, and yet I ate into it. I drank into it and I drank, you know, liters, liters of milk. I mean, I was on the, I was on the cow's udder for, for a whole decade there in the nineties. And when, what did it get me? A virgin. You know what it got me? Uh, acne. That's what it got me. So milk, you owe me, uh, you owe me a, uh, you know, uh, my, my youth back, please. So anyway, their uh, chain decides to ditch coconut milk. Customers will still be able to order mango, pineapple, or strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refreshers with a green tea base. Okay, fine. So it looks like they're probably getting rid of. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they. Uh, I don't know why they ditched the coconut milk. But um, either way, get it while you can. All right, we got some other news here. We're going to get into frogs and a bachelor rumor that might uh, be a very interesting story. I hate to I hate to share rumors when they're not vetted, but it, but this one because there is, uh, you'll you'll understand when I share it that I don't think it's that big of a deal. All right, we'll have that story and more right after this. World's smallest frog discovered, and it doesn't lay eggs in water. You guys like some science news? We always love a little biology. This newly found frog is not only incredibly small with a maximum length of about 30 millimeters, but it also has a unique way of laying eggs. Okay, how many, how big is 30 millimeters? Can you just tell me how many inches it is? So my guess is 30 millimeters is like half an inch. Either way, it looks tiny out there. The tiny Limnonectes species has a special method of laying eggs. The male frogs take care of clutches of eggs attached to leaves. Oh, so it's kind of, uh, they, they put them on leaves, kind of like maybe, uh, 
almost like a sushi roll here. They just roll the eggs into a leaf. This new frog shares its home with another frog species. Uh, the newly found species belonging to the Limnonectes genus showcases a distinctive reproductive behavior, laying eggs on land, a characteristic previously only observed in one other species on the island. The research team led by biologists exploring the rich biodiversity, biodiversity of Sulawesi studied upon the diminutive Lim- Limnonectes during their fieldwork. This newly found frog is not only incredibly small with a maximum length of 30 milliliters, millimeters, excuse me, but it also has a unique way of... Le- okay, uh, it, this is a whole nothing burger of a story. This, uh, th- Listen, this story is just to remind you guys how little news... <laughs> How little news there is during the uh, Christmas week. Do me a solid. If you want to put some bread in my tip jar, come hang out with me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal for behind the scenes bonus content. I'll be live at the 10 a.m. hour this morning. Look, I'm trying to make content. We call this barrel scraping. When I'm talking about the world's smallest egg and how they deliver uh, the world's smallest frog and how they deliver eggs on leaves, you got to know there isn't too much news out there. But we actually do have some bachelor news. Let's get to it right now. There is a rumor floating in one of the subreddits of The Bachelor about Greer Blitzer's boyfriend. Now, again, I wouldn't share this if I knew the guy's name, but right now it's um, it's it's interesting. Someone had posted this, and we'll, we'll talk about this more as the day goes on. Greer Blitzer from Zach's season has been soft-launching the guy I'm hooking up with. Do I hey girl message her or leave it be? Thoughts appreciated. And before you call me a homewrecker, I only just found out when his friend told me he was dating a girl from The Bachelor, and it was easy to figure out after that. Well, look, they live in New York City, and uh, until a relationship's divined, everyone's dating around. So maybe, maybe Greer Blitzer's dating around too. Either way, we'll have to see if this was a serious guy or if they're all just kind of dabbling in the dating pool of Manhattan. In other news, we'll have uh, in the YouTube channel today, Teresa, of course, the engaged lady from Golden Bachelor Gary season, uh, supposedly wants a prenup before the wedding. Sources say Gary is offended by this and thinks she doesn't trust him. We'll have more on that story today. I have a little bit of digging I need to do. Bachelorette Windmill shared this story. Their wedding is a week away, airing January 4th on ABC. We will be obviously commenting big time on that wedding as it comes out, but very fascinating stuff. I don't know um, if this story has any legs. Maybe the legs are small, like this new frog they discovered. Either way, I'm happy for them, and if there's any truth to it, it's like, look, yeah, at that age, everyone should want to protect their own assets. You know what I mean? All right, brace yourself, parents, says the Yahoo.com article. The newest McDonald's Happy Meal toy is being compared to the 90s Beanie Baby craze. Uh, That's right. McDonald's just announced the newest toy that will come from their infamous Happy Meals, and there's no point in burying the lead because, OMG, the fast food chain is about to serve their Happy Meals with Squish Mallows starting December 26th and while supply. Last parents and caregivers are going to have an even harder time keeping their kids away from McDonald's since they're partnered with what is basically this generation's version of the Beanie Baby. Remember when those came with Happy Meals? It was madness. More than a hundred million were sold. Look, I'll be honest. I don't have a kid yet. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I have a hard time thinking I'm going to let my kid eat McDonald's. I, I'm sorry. I'm hooked on it. I'm a food addict. I uh, sugar just, I mean, just thinking about a salty French fry with a large liter of diet Coke. I mean, that's all I want. I don't think I'm going to let my kids 
do McDonald's. Unless, unless, by the way, McDonald's wants to sponsor our podcast, in which we love McDonald's. Come on, everyone, get in line. Here's the thing. McDonald's is really good. I just, you know, I'm just saying, I don't know if, you know, if uh, we should be enticing kids to eat bad food because of squishmallows. But again, don't sue me for defamation. I don't need you on my back. All right. Well, we're going to have a lot of content to get to today. I got to tell you, I, I, I want to pat myself on the back. I think some of the best work I do is during the off season when there isn't much to talk about. That's when I really like that. I attack from the barrel as I'm scraping it. And uh, I think you guys should be joining me. So we'll have a couple videos on YouTube today and then we'll be back this afternoon with more content. As always, I'm Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Take it away, Mariah Carey. Close us out. Some fun. What you gonna do when you get out of jail? I'm gonna have some fun. Let's go. Bachelor Rush Hour. folks we'll see you this afternoon for our afternoon episode as always i'm dave neal this is bachelor rush hour if you enjoyed this episode please leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and if you didn't don't join the free facebook group dave neal's community got cash become a premium member at patreon.com slash dave neal link in the description below and don't forget to follow dave on instagram at d neals for upcoming stand-up shows see you tomorrow on the rush